In today's Champions Uncovered podcast, Carla Bessifel interviews Samantha Skyring. She is the founder of a unique product called Oryx Desert Salt. It's a pure, naturally organic salt from the remote Kalahari Desert. Samantha started Oryx Desert Salt by packing her grinders and bags on her dining room table and since then has grown internationally. Enjoy today's podcast with host Carla Bessifel and Oryx Desert Salt founder, Samantha Skyring. Welcome, Samantha Skyring, to the Champions Uncovered podcast. Being a woman in business is still not an easy endeavor, and you continue to rise above every obstacle on your journey to create a business of impact. Just share a bit about your journey of where you started and where the brand is today. Super. Well, thank you for having me, Carla. It's lovely to be here with you. So yeah, as you mentioned, we had a very exciting phase of our business with this uh, launch into Whole Foods. So we're in 500 stores. We launched in October. Um, and this has been a five-year dream and intention since I discovered Whole Foods. But it did start from humble beginnings. <laughs> in fact, I literally ran away from another country with my three-year-old son because the relationship was abusive. But I was fortunate to have actually conceptualized the, the product and had some product made while I was still overseas and so when I uh, I left and I can really write the whole book about my, <laughs> my escape I, I arrived back and I had product and all it needed was me to put my full engagement and my intention and my energy and get on the ground and go sell the product and I'm I'm, I'm happy to share the story because Without that experience, I don't think Oryx would have existed because it came out of adversity. Um, my son was three years old. I had to just, you know, pull and get my life together. And I had this beautiful product and this beautiful salt from the Kalahari. And I wanted to share it with everyone in South Africa. Whereas had I been in a comfortable, happy relationship, <laughs> Oryx might never have been born. So it ha really has been a journey. Thank you, Samantha, for sharing that story about your adversity and how adversity really helped you put you on a new path and a new direction. And I think a lot of people who are facing adversity are often, you know, in a space where they, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, by sharing your story that out of adversity, you can almost find the opportunity and you can actually make something great of yourself and, you know, that you still have so much more hope from a difficult yeah. space. And I know you are very keen on personal development and you grow yourself personally from what I've seen of you. And I know that Tony Robbins speaks of your state, your story and your strategy. So what you're saying is mm. you didn't, you weren't necessarily in an inspired state uh, that this was, mm -mm. Your, your business wasn't really birthed out of an inspired inspirational state but there's also two forces that kind of push you in a direction it's pain and pleasure it was most likely from what I can hear is it wasn't a pleasurable state it was more of desperation versus inspiration how did you take that first step of courage to make that shift to go on that journey yeah I think obviously being a mum um, is you know is a huge situation to be in where you know you now need to take care of your child being a single mum and he was almost the inspiration because I always wanted him to go to a Waldorf school and not to a government school 
So I knew that I needed to I needed to work hard and create a good income in order to send him to a private school. He really was my support and my inspiration starting off with the business. And yeah, sometimes when you're in a corner, it is amazing just how much power and resilience we have that you know maybe we 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 hadn't we haven't tapped into before and yet we really are powerful and so when when those situations are rising they can be blessings yeah it's just about having courage and i think that what you what you're saying is that you've also got to know where you're going is that one of the strategies that you had in mind or did you get some support and direction in terms of making your your shift? Yeah, absolutely. Knowing where you want to go um, is key. If you don't know where you want to go and and you don't have a vision, you know, how can you get there? Yeah, for some reason, I've always been a a bit of a a visionary somehow. (laughs) I seem to think big. Um, You know, previously I had an NPO and I had a dream of having 20,000 children in a stadium all drumming together. Anyway, that didn't happen, but we ended up workshopping 30,000 children around the country. So suddenly I have this beautiful product and I really wanted to give it, give South Africans an opportunity to use the salt because the, the agent at the time was selling it overseas and he didn't want to do it in South Africa. And just, uh, you know, I just had this vision of it on all the restaurant tables in South Africa and it going global. In fact, I went to a beautiful course once and it uh, was presented by Ronnie Moore, who is one of the South Africans who has summited Everest. And he said, if you, you know, if you know you want to summit Everest, you do everything that you that is needed to get there. You do the training, you, you gather the tools and the equipment that you need. And it's the same with the business. Knowing that I wanted global, it's been interesting to watch how this vision and this dream has has unfolded. Because, as I said, I dreamt about and envisioned Whole Foods five years ago. And already five years ago, I was sitting and spending many hours on LinkedIn. If I was at a trade show and I had gaps or I was sitting at an airport, I would search for people in the food industry in the U.S. for one day when I was going to launch in the U.S. And now that moment has arrived. So it was, you know, it really was this plan. And there was a you know, a little sense of urgency of getting there, but knowing that it would it would happen in its own time and I needed to have everything in place. And especially to launch, you know, in 500 stores in the US and be ready for it, we needed the warehouse, we needed the team, I needed the partners in order to create, you know, to make it happen. And, and I've always found it interesting how my sort of awareness would move into the future and then come back into the micro this ma- you know macro micro awareness of where I'm going but what do I need to do right now today it was one of the corona blessings where I didn't go into the warehouse and I was sitting at home and it was like what do I need to do right now in order to pivot where we're at because we had lost 70% of sales due to no tourism and it was, I need to open this up globally. And I started following up on my Whole Foods contact. And then I got an opportunity to present. And, and I had to wait five months for that opportunity. It didn't just happen. And then I started to wait another four months to whether or not I was going to get the listing. But from the time that we had the presentation, I put the warehouse in place. I put our food safety in place. That when we got the listing, we were ready. Sure, Samantha, that's jam-packed with so many valuable keys that you've just shared. I mean, you've shared the power of intention, having a vision, knowing where you want to go, 
there's a quote that says, success happens when opportunity meets preparation. And what you also explained here is the preparation that goes into getting to that vision and constantly looking to the future, but understanding what skills that you've got to acquire or uh, what mm. partnerships, what collaboration. So it's, it's a constant growth, but also never forgetting like where you act and always looking mm. to the future. And that's one of also the keys to keep on focusing on where you're going and the future and having that momentum. Is it just an entrepreneurial mindset that you have to make things happen? Or is it something that you continuously working on? Is it something that comes naturally, just go, 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 make things happen? Or is there ever a moment where you do stagnate a bit and you need that motivation? How does that work for you? Because execution trumps any plan. You can plan Mm. for days Mm. and never move forward. And on the other hand, I love having strategies and plans in place. But if you don't move on those strategies and plans, nothing will happen. Is that something that Mm. comes naturally to you? I definitely don't. I mean, I didn't. When I started Oryx, I didn't put together a business plan. It was just a great idea. (laughs) I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, I think the entrepreneurial spirit was, again, a gift out of adversity. My parents had a financial crash when I was 13 and I was like, okay, well, um, sorry for you if you can't support me financially because I couldn't get pocket money and the rest of it. I'll do it for myself. And so I went out at 13 and started doing paper rounds and working in the bakery and getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, And I guess I got the taste for creating my own uh, income and, and the pleasure of being able to buy the things that I wanted. Um, And actually, I had a beautiful conversation with my dad the other day where I thanked him for the gift of believing in myself. And I don't think he ever expressed it verbally, but somehow he just did believe in me. And so when I have an idea, I I run with it. I I, fortunately, and it really is a blessing that I don't doubt myself much and and I don't have that strategy. I just I just run with it. And yet it's been uh, it's been an amazing growth with the partners that I've had. And they also believe in the power of intention is, you know, having that plan of where we want our income and our sales to get to and knowing knowing where we want to get to. And in fact, we, I'm excited for we're going to have a, a staff lunch next week, Friday. And we had a beautiful lunch um, in the December of 2019. And we let everyone write down their goal for Oryx. And three of the biggest goals that we set down have and ha- have happened, you know. So we're going to leave the ones open that still need to manifest. And then we're going to give the team again, you know, what their vision is. If I can create their vision and they can help create my vision, you know, that to that team, it's so much stronger to do it together than me doing it alone. When you really, really believe in your product and you are absolutely passionate and you've created a product with integrity and you know that you're offering consumers value um that is a huge motivation uh for building your company and and building your brand out because it's it's the absolute why you really it's like a gift that you're giving to people because you know it's it is making a difference to them and in this case you know the salt is making a difference to their health and it's making a difference to their food And our product also has a ceramic mechanism, so you can refill it and reuse it 20 times over. In fact, last year, we 
saved uh, approximately 200,000 bottles and grinder heads from landfill or recycling um, because of the refills being available and the, the grinders being re refillable and reusable. Offering this and, and offering a product that is environmentally responsible and pure with no added chemicals is my reason. So uh, your, your product really is also your motivation for creating a successful business. Well, that is so valuable to have a product that actually inspires you every day. And I think what you've just mentioned, you can apply throughout all business. If you're going to work every day, you know, it's not just another job. You are giving your gifts, your talents, your skills, and you are contributing mm -hmm. that as a service to others. Mm -hmm. If you just shift your perspective and say that, you know, this is, as you mentioned, your gift to the world. I mean, what a difference maker. You will wake up, I mean, a lot more inspired to say, like, what can I share? What can I contribute? And having that mindset of just giving and generosity, I think that also propels you forward. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because I think most people assume that salt comes from the sea and, and it has predominantly, but there is this sheer region of South Africa that's very salt dense and there's this particular beautiful salt pan it's 50 square kilometers so 10 kilometers long by five kilometers wide and they discovered underground a 55 million ton salt lake and this lake is fed by underground rivers and the rivers flow through rock strata that have been geoscientifically tested at 280 million years old and as these rivers flow through this ancient duika it picks up the vital minerals and trace elements and the salt it converges in the lake we pump it up onto the salt pan. And I think what is always so amazing to me is that this pure brine water, it hasn't been touched by human hands. It really is this absolutely pure salt that comes from, you know, under the earth. And, and we sun dry it, it crystallizes in summer in four weeks, and we add nothing and we take nothing away. So it really is a whole food, and the body recognizes that. And salt is so absolutely essential to our health. You know, we're 70% saline solution. We need to replenish uh, with a, a mineral-rich, unrefined, unprocessed salt. If we, you know, if we were to go for a jog on a hot summer's day and you wore a black T-shirt, you would see, a, you know, kind of a mark of white. And that's the minerals and trace elements that you leach out when you're sweating. And you need to replace that. And you don't do that with an, a refined and processed table salt that is actually industrial processed salt. And all of the minerals have been extracted from it. And, and salt is needed for neural pathways, for digestion, even for staying hydrated. Salt is naturally hydroscopic, so it absorbs moisture and allows the body to stay hydrated. Whereas if you're only eating table salt or you're eating a lot of refined meals or uh, pre-cooked meals where they predominantly use a refined table salt, you're also taking in the free flow chemicals and the anti-caking agents which stops the salt from absorbing moisture, which is what it's supposed to do. Just an unrefined, unprocessed, mineral-rich salt is absolutely essential for optimal health. Wellness is definitely something that we need to focus on. Your body, I see it as, as your engine. It's, your, it's where you get all of your energy. And especially as an entrepreneur or as somebody in business who is always chasing goals and, and going after their dreams and <laughs> you need your body to function as optimally as possible. Mm -hmm. And nutrition has, it's really got a profound impact on your mood, 
and on, you know, everything Absolutely. that keeps you functioning in a positive uh, way so that you can actually make a difference and contribution to the world. And that's, that's why we're here. Thank you for actually pursuing your dream and also going after your vision. And, you know, we need more people like you in the world that are contributing and giving back so much in terms of business and being a woman in business it's also hasn't been easy I've listened to quite a few of your interviews and you have a real grace about you and after listening to your interviews you want to go on this entrepreneurial journey because your attitude towards the whole journey that you've been on you've seen everything with a very grateful heart and I've also noticed that through all that gratitude, things have moved forward. And I think that's really key to anything that you take on. It's the attitude to this journey or that vision that makes the difference. What moves you forward in terms of your energy mentally and physically? Do you have something, a morning routine? Or do you have something that keeps you moving forward and that can inspire us to keep moving forward? I'm a little bit inconsistent. So I have these births and it seems that, you know, they happen. In, in fact, one of my loves is swimming in the cold ocean. And I was doing a huge amount of it sort of January, February, March. And then I was in a particularly tense phase where we needed to get this food safety. We sort of compacted a year's international standard into four months. And the first packing of a container I mean we'd never packed it in fact we'd never packed product we had outsourced it but because we needed the international standards so we built a packing room and I hired 10 staff and suddenly we had 10 staff and we were packing product and I actually had a whole load of crises in that time we received our first gray salt because there were some very heavy rains in the Kalahari and I was very involved I was in the packing room every day and the minute I thought it was like stop the production move on to something else. There were many things that happened. They were like, what? (laughs) And I actually heard from somebody afterwards that cold water swimming almost strengthens your stress ability because when you go into the ice cold water, it, uh, it is a stress and it's almost like a crisis to the body. And so you get used to it. And it was, it was incredible how I was, I just managed to each moment stop, but in, in, you know, calm situation, right, and then just operate and, and, and shift to the next product and turn it around. And at the same time, I was having a massage every two weeks. So that was definitely helping. And then I realized I haven't had a massage for a few months, actually, quite a few months. Um, I did have one the other day. Um, <laughs> so also intuitively, I use something in order to propel me forward. In the last three years, I actually did two 21-day fasts. They happened to come, I did them in the February or the March, usually because the beginning of the year starts. And I, <laughs> in February, I realized, oh my goodness, that holiday wasn't nearly enough time to actually really recharge and re-energize. And it was like, oh my goodness, I've got a whole year to get through. And I sort of have like a mini emotional crash. Um, and then I would fast and the fasting sort of balanced my hormones and just gave me clarity. Fasting and this year I didn't feel like fasting, but I did a couple of 10 day juice fasts, which again, I think it's also building that discipline muscle, you know, when you, you go off your food or your coffee 
it is hard the first couple of days. And somehow in business, you do need to build that motivation muscle because sometimes things do flatline or they're not going or you, you know, you're not having the growth that you're wanting and you've just got to keep pushing through. So it kind of, it does strengthen the mental focus and motivation to to get through the hard times. <laughs> so recently I started, in fact, I found uh, just a few days ago, discovered a new pathway at the back of the mountain. And I love the light. I wake up regardless of what time I go to sleep I'll wake up with the first birds and at the moment it's sort of five o'clock in the morning so for me going to bed early at nine or nine thirty is so important because then I wake up feeling like I'm ready to wake up and now I'm sort of going up onto the mountain with first light and the beautiful view in the valley so it does change I've had phases of doing 20 minute half an hour breathing for long periods of time but I, I don't tend to stick to things for very long it changes <laughs> I think that's definitely your creativity coming out because and I love your honesty because a lot of people always think okay there's entrepreneurs you know they wake up the 5am club they have their 20 minutes of exercise <laughs> you on more on the creative side you like to change things up and and be spontaneous but the key is I think what you mentioned is just using different tools and techniques to keep your body in a healthy state and also your mindset in an inspired state. So going for a walk, going for a swim Mm. in the ocean or something that recharges you and knowing that you don't deplete yourself to move forward. You need that energy. You need to keep on recharging. It's about finding out who you are and there isn't a recipe, you mm, know, at all. mm. Absolutely. And in those times, I mean, in fact, I, I did do fire. I did. I love Robin Sharma. I, I, he's just been incredible. And I've listened to, I've done so many of his courses and I listen to him a lot because he is just an inspired and such a joyful human being. Um, so I did from, uh, I think it was going into COVID. So what was it? The end of 19. So from October Till the end of February, March, I was doing 5am club every morning. So I'd get onto the trampoline. That was my 20 minutes of exercise in the morning. But I would do it with my headphones on. And I would be listening to Robin Sharma. Or I'd be listening to Dr. Zach Bush. Or I'd be listening to Tony Robbins. Or some other YouTube that a friend had sent me. Or sometimes just pick them randomly. And that's been such an important part. In the beginning, I, I did sign up with the, sort of I think it's called the Real Entrepreneur Club. And listen to many people who were successful in sales, in finances, in various aspects of the business in order to inspire me. And staying inspired from mentors and teachers and life coaches. And I have a wise woman who I see regularly just to be able to unpack some of, you know, some of the stuff. And yeah, when I walk up the mountain, I'm listening to something that is inspiring. That is a really, really important part of the journey is having mentors. And also, you know, plugging into that community is key because being an entrepreneur, you're not the norm. To be a trailblazer and like I love that you found a new route up the mountain because that's typical (laughs) of being a pioneer (laughs) and a trailblazer. (laughs) That kind of mindset is very different from your friends, maybe your family or, you know, in that kind of space. So it's about plugging into a community that 
you're not alone in this journey. That's basically what I'm trying to say through this mm. is by chatting mm. to people or listening to stories that there has been people that have embarked on these journeys before. And you can accelerate your learning by learning from them in this process. Subscribe for your monthly mindset motivation mailer by going to championsuncovered.com. Thank you so much for sharing part of your entrepreneurial journey and being a woman in business. I could actually chat to you and learn a lot from you. I think we'll have to do a part two, (laughs) more on the business side (laughs) and and going into partnerships and exporting and, you know, all the things that you've had to learn uh, in this process. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, you didn't know anything when you started, but what you know today is a lot more, you know, and I'm sure you realize that there's a lot (laughs) more The learning curve is always very steep. (laughs) What is your one message that, or words of wisdom that you could leave with a champion in business or a champion in the community right now? One bit of advice, one action to take that would move you forward. I think one of my strongest pillars, and I, and I always do come back to it, is gratitude. Is, um, you know, if you come up with a product and, or you um, have a service that you're wanting to offer, um, is just to keep giving thanks for the small, the little. Um, I mean, I remember the first order that I got, um, I was in such a hard place. <laughs> and that and that one order, like just I had such 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 immense thanks for the phone call, receiving the phone call and and every step along the way, it's things that have happened and and even looking back in retrospect and keep going, because retrospect is such a wonderful thing, you know, how the journey has flowed. And, and you know, I mean, I still give thanks for the two beautiful business partners or three business partners that I have um, and the support and the mentorship and, and the financial support that the business has had and for believing in me and believing in the product. Um, and so to, I, I just keep looking at this journey and looking at how it's evolved and how it's grown and everything that's come into it um, and and just keep having you know appreciating the blessings um, and that's and that's part of the, the inspiration realizing that you know I, I've come such a long way and there's still another many many more mountains to climb and almost excited for you know what you know, what's around the corner, what else is going to happen that I will, you know, appreciate and and look back on and go, oh, wow, look at that moment that shifted something and, and helped the growth. Champions Uncovered hopes you've gained some valuable insights and practical tools for you to use in your everyday life. Subscribe to this podcast channel so you can be notified for more Champions Uncovered podcasts.